Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Today on the show, I want to talk about the subject of pushback because in the work I do, with parents one-on-one in my coaching practice and also in my group coaching programs where we discuss everything, loads of things, parenting and ways in which we can control our reactivity. And part of that is dealing with the pushback. So how do we deal with the pushback? Many of us parents feel that our kids shouldn't push back. Why do they push back? I didn't used to push back. If I'd spoken back to my parents the way my kids speak to me, I would have been X, Y, and Z. So I always say to parents, what we did was what we did. We're in a different time, different place, different space, different generation. And my eldest, who's 19, calls his generation, and he he says, I call myself included, generation now. And what he means by this is he says in, for them, him, friends, kids of this generation, they really struggle to be, to have to wait. And it I think it is all tied into the instant gratification and the instant solution, the instant answer, the instant connection, the instant friend, the friend on tap by means of their phones and social media. Because they can find a friend, find the answer, find the song, find the movie, find the, the, the YouTube video they want to see, drop of a hat in a split second, they never have to wait. So they get very impatient every time they have to wait. And when they want something, they want it now. This is why he calls himself Generation Now. I think it's awesome. But why am I tying this into pushback? I'm tying it into this because when our kids ask us for something and we say no, they get very frustrated because they're used to so much in their life, they get the instant yes, they never have to wait. The answer's there. Usually it's what they want. So when they're faced with something they don't want, the the bottom line is they don't have the coping skills to cope with being frustrated. So the cost of us giving in to the pushback is, I believe... For as for many reasons, the cost of it is that it doesn't help them develop resilience. And so often I hear parents complaining about the fact that their kids don't stick with things. They quit. They don't like having to put a ton of effort into something. They can't deal with things. They are not resilient. 
And I believe that when they push back against us and we say no, and they push and we say no, and they push and we say no, and they push and we yell no, and they keep pushing, they break us down and we end up saying yes. So when we say no, we are actually helping them build build resilience and the capacity to tolerate frustration, delay gratification, and be patient. When we cannot deal with the pushback and we say yes, we help reinforce generation now. So I think it is very, very important for us, us to be able to cope with the pushback. And pushback is a normal, inevitable part of teenage behavior. I remember pushing my mum. I'd push her I certainly wouldn't push her as far as my kids push me, but I would push. I'm going to ask. I'm going to, oh, please, oh, please, mum, they are all staying out later. She'd say no. And eventually we just knew that means no. And it helped us. It helped me be, be resilient. It helped me be cope with being frustrated. I remember we were often the, the ones who had to come home earlier in the summer I grew up in Scotland, long summer evenings, and we'd all go and play outside. There'd be a garden we could play in. We'd rotate the gardens. There's a crowd of us. And we would play. And I was the first one that had to go home because my mum had a curfew on bedtime and she didn't move. And you know what? I'm really grateful for that because I got the sleep I needed. And I needed a lot of sleep and she protected that. And I'm I'm very grateful to it. But in the moment, I can still remember lying in my bed, hearing all my friends playing outside in the garden next door, and I had to come home. And I was mad. But guess what? It helped me cope with being mad. It helped me delay gratification. It helped me be patient. And it helped me build resilience. I... I am a very resilient person and I do believe that much of that has come from facing the consequences of my actions and I talk about consequences a lot that we have to have consequences with our kids if we want them to build resilience and when we give in and we say yes to things we should say no to or we say that's it you're not going out on Saturday night because you were late coming home tonight and Saturday night rolls round and, and they've been all sweet and nice and whatever and we let them go out on the Saturday night. In my books, it's not actually the going out on the Saturday nights that's the problem. It's the fact we said you can't and now we're saying you can. So when we don't allow them to face the consequences of their actions, when we say yes to something we should be saying no to, when we, when we can't deal with the pushback, when we can't deal with their frustration and we give in, it does them no favours. They need the structure. They need the, the routines. They need to learn that it, sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes you have to wait. And very often in life, we can be frustrated. It's okay to be frustrated. When I see my kids frustrated, I support them in their frustration But I say to them, you know what? It's okay for you to be frustrated. It's actually quite good to be frustrated because when you face the frustration, you find a way around it. 
And that might be that you have to just tolerate the frustration of because you can't go out or, or something that you didn't want to happen happened and you're frustrated. This is the emotional literacy piece that we have to help our children develop. We teach them all these skills, but we don't help them tolerate frustration and feeling frustrated, feeling impatient, feeling that they, they want it now and they're not prepared to wait. They can't delay gratification. So I, the title of this podcast, The Cost of Giving Into the Pushback, is great. I think the cost is, is too high to, to continue to give in to the pushback. And if you have a very strong-willed, determined, persevering child, they're going to push back more. Some kids will push back less. It's nothing to do with you. Some kids will push back more. But if you have a child who is strong-willed and they push back, then you're going to have to really, you will have to cope with the pushback, with the level of pushback. It'll be more intense than a child who's not as strong-willed and not going to push back as much. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with the child. It simply is. And you have to be able to deal with it because you are the parent. You're the captain of the ship. If every time um, something happened with a pilot or a, uh, someone in control of a ship or someone in control of something and you want them in control of it and, and the passengers or the, the crew or something pushed them back and said, oh, no, don't, and they kept giving in, it's not a good, it's not a good place to find ourselves. So our children need us to not give in. They won't admit to that, but they need it. Because there's nothing worse than being with somebody who should be in charge, but they're not very good at being in charge. It doesn't feel good. It, you don't feel confident. So I'm not saying dig your heels in and be horrible with the push, with, with, you know, cope, with us coping with the pushback. We can do it with compassion. We can be empathetic and say, I know you really want to go. And I know that no is not the answer you want to hear. And I know you really want it. But I'm really sorry, you can't go. Or no, you can't have it. You can't have it right now. Maybe that'll change in the future. And you have to support them in their complete misery at the fact they, they're not getting what they want. You have to support their strop, their tantrum, their frustration, the slam door. The, the rudeness, the meanness, the disrespect, whatever it is they throw at you in the face of their pushback, not getting their way, it's only because they can't cope. So when we can see that and we, can, we know deep within our spirit, our core, our essence, that we know what, that the no is what they need, then we can deliver it in a way that is compassionate and kind and caring. So I hope that's really helped you. I want you to really think about that. And if you want your kids to be more resilient and cope with being frustrated and delay gratification, then I believe we can build those skills in our kids. So hopefully you can use some of the tips I've suggested here in today's episode and help you deal with that in a, in a different way, perhaps in a better way. So if you've enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe to the show or perhaps leave a review. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me. And if you are interested in joining my next cohort of group coaching, the previous group loved it. They didn't want it to finish. Um, I will be starting a new group in the middle of September. So please email me and leave me your details and I will add you to the list. 
But I hope that wherever you are and whatever you're doing, while you're listening to this, that you have a great day and I look forward to being with you soon. Thanks for listening and bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.